I was gonna sound check. Yes, yeah, okay. Well, if this is one of those things I'm being where loud. we're real and you never really know, we always start off with a soft opening. Is that what they would call what we did? That's why you can play that music so, for the first thirty seconds. Whatever you got. But at any rate, uh, I want to start off with: uh, Would you or would you not punch that kid in the red hat right in the face right now today, knowing what you know today? I don't and, punch kids, and I know more than you. God, man, you put me down. Good answer. I don't punch kids. And, and I know more Metaphorically than you speaking, would you like to bitch slap that little arrogant face off of him? And I'm not because of how he stood up to the Indian guy. I'll be honest with you. I would have had a smirk or something on my face, and I'd have been pissing in my pants if I were in that guy's shoes. Yeah. I don't blame him for his look at that moment. I want to punch him and all of his little friends because uh, they were at a political rally about women's rights wearing what I would refer to as antagonistic hats. Those hats are no longer mean you support Trump. They mean you support all he stands for, and you know it. There's That hat is the Ku Klux Klan pointy white hat of the era. Uh, <laughs> to me, it is. and no, I, 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 I would like no, to I see totally it become agree. stigmatized as that. I'd like I, people to say, you know what that hat stands for? It stands for me wanting to give you a metaphorical punch in the face, but I don't punch kids. I, I don't punch anybody. <laughs> well, and, well, I don't uh, think that these kids, hmm. and for that matter, most of the wearers of those hats truly acknowledge what it means to wear it in well, the same way that you know a lot of clan to, members think oh you know this yeah. is something this is a yeah well a they have to be club. they have to be the schools they have to be told but, or taught but or the, but in that case we need to uh focus most on accuracy and in that regard uh what you're talking about this event you are referring to a particular narrative that was spun for you to get you pissed off. It's not what happened. If you watch the two-hour video, there's oh, a two-hour video. I haven't watched the two-hour, but I've watched so it's many the camera black angles. Black Israelis. That's, that's who I can see. It. I can see the. I buy all of that. I. I, I that's what I say. I don't particularly blame. Uh, in fact, the guy with I the drums. I blame the black with, Israelis. <laughs> well, we can blame them too. No, I don't. Uh, uh, for me. <laughs> Those kids in that that environment taking that political stand, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, in a tax-exempt Catholic school, all that boils together that I don't like them. I'd beat every one of them to a <laughs> metaphorical pulp. I think. It's particularly, seriously, they are, to me, the, the picture of what is wrong with white society. They're yeah. insulated and protected, yes. and they they self entitled, and they, they get professional. They're valedictorian. They who's get, gay is not allowed to speak at the graduation, they, among other that. things. Yeah, you know they've got they've the the spin guy who has answered them and done a masterful job of spinning their side to make them seem like little choir boys. Yeah, the guy's he's he's a major league major player. I think he's like Roger Stone's PR guy or something. I mean, what? he's a big player. At the national level, not not twenty five dollars an hour for some copywriting. Well, when you're charging kids and, that much to go to school and not paying taxes, you yeah. got a little extra. Yeah, walking then, around. Then, money. Yeah, then there's that. So I'm I'm wrinkled about all of that, uh, and I'm kind of, you know, I don't I don't know, I wasn't there. That's uh, that's the thing. I think there that's, was a that, lot of things that went the, wrong. That so-called perfect storm, if you will. But I do, and this is, I guess, pertinent to my I always want to talk about media stuff. I think we, the media, the vast majority of us botched it from the get-go because we bought the first narrative that was spun. I did too. When and I, I went for it, it. And man, I, I walked around kicking it. the dirt, man. Them little son of a bitches, blah blah blah. Yeah. And, and then after I became, uh, shall we say, more aware, 
that they were I still didn't like them <laughs> but they they were I, not they were not what they appeared to be and, I, I, and, I definitely uh, so. I, I don't like what they believe uh, but I also would uh, you know dare most people to grow up in that bubble and not believe it I mean, I mean oh no they're the, they have no awareness of anything unfortunately else. you know the minority no, they, can't, that would, no, they, they don't know that they're they're done in Kruger. To, they're done in Kruger to the max. They don't know what they don't know. You know, they they don't get it. They, yeah. And there's no reason to assume they would. The same reason there's no reason to assume some of these guys that come around here won't pick up a dollar on the counter. It, it's not theft to them. Yeah. It's a dollar on the counter. We know they stole the money we left on the counter. It's you know there's no it's no different to those those Catholic school kids than it is for these kids that come from the streets. Yeah. It's just different worldview. Well, they don't th- know. that's where. Um, the Republican rhetoric has a much easier path toward uh, uh, the, the average person's brain because it is so focused on the most basic emotion, which is fear. Fear, sure. And, and it's just, it, it, it's a shortcut. You know, when, when Democrats are talking about building a better society, there are steps involved. No, you're absolutely 100% correct that basing it on fear, that's the most primal instinct. It's the first one that the that you evaluate when you run through all the things you've got to satisfy when you preach. It's, it's the easiest way to the, to the most people and it works like a charm. Yeah. But that's where I, again, you know, demand the Democrats do better. Use the psychology that we we don't, we don't use psychology. We don't message. Well, we don't control our own narrative. We react. We we spend a whole lot of time in reactive. We really truly do. Yeah. And, um, not Acacia Cortez, though, I, man. She's out there. Believe, I, it, I, believe I, what she's I, saying or don't. She's, she's do, rankling people. Do, do Democrats that have the microphone lie as blatantly and wildly as the Republicans do? Uh, it may seem like a naive question. Of course they do, but I don't. I watch I, a lot of news shows, and I hear some Republican statements that are just incredible. And I don't hear the same things from Democrats. Am I watching the wrong filter here? Or? Well, you, you are in your own bubble, but I mean, it's you spend time in other people's bubbles. So, and I think that the Democratic bubble overall, you can go look at, you know, PolitiFact or one of these. They're not telling as many or as big of lies. Now, they still, uh, uh, you know, prevaricate to sure. make their case. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Everyone does. Well, uh, you know, I, I do it too. And then I go Google and I'm like, well, you know what? I was wrong about that. Yeah. But that's a thing that I think Democrats are more likely to do, which is, or, or and I don't want to defend the Democrats because they upset me so, but I am more uh, approving of their, you know, overall rhetoric. I think that they're more likely to change their mind when faced with new facts. And, and, I, and I think Republicans have become just inured to changing their minds. All of that is provable by, by facts. And you, you keep up with this stuff as much as I do. There's, there's science in the last 20 or 30 years that tracks when your brain, what excites it, what it reacts to, what it'll give up on, what it remembers, what it doesn't. And things that, that you, you and I kind of get it intuitively because we watch people and we, we're kind of into that. Yeah. But if you study it, you're absolutely correct. And it's, it's ticking them at the right nerve. Once you tickle that nerve, it is an imprint. It's like the baby ducks. They know nothing else. They can see nothing else. It's imprinted on them. And the harder you push, the harder they they resist the push. You got to get them out kind of by coaxing or allowing them to come out. And we don't make an attractive enough offer to coax them out, and we're impatient. 
and yeah. you don't get most of them to come out anyway. <laughs> they they are in there. The, the only way they cocoons. come out is is real economic. You know, really getting kicked out of the nest. It, it's Dude, there's a point like where the, they, the, they will drink the. They're doing it now. They'll drink the Kool Aid. They will die. They, those are people out there right now. I'm at home and I'm about to move out to my car. My wife's living with her mom here, but this is the best thing for the country, so I guess it's all right. They will hang with him till their literal death. I believe that. I, I oh, there think, are many. Yeah, there twenty percent of the country is yeah. willing to to piss and uh, poison our water, pollute the air, forsake our economy because he he wouldn't do this to them. And it's clear what he's doing. You don't even have to be a high school economics student to see what he's doing to the economy. But but there you're touching on the real uh, truth, I think, Ed, and it's something we come back to again and again on this show, which is. Uh, you know, I, I, it's my favorite quote of all time, man. I just read another science book, and they didn't quote him, but they were talking about the Planck length and the Planck constant. Max Planck, uh, science progresses one funeral at a time is the shortened version. It's, it's um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's uh, <clears throat> a, a, a truth does not win the day by convincing its opponents. Correct. It wins because its opponents die. And so, guess what, man? Okay. In the, in You're the, talking about literal death in this I'm case? I'm talking about Nazi the, Germany. I'm talking about, do you wow. know how long... People still approved of Hitler until they died. Twenty percent, twenty percent never yeah. gave it up, man. They oh, just yeah. eventually, the boomers, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, there's started changing things in the seventies. More 70s than and a 80s. few people around now that are more than happy to recreate that as if it didn't, it didn't affect them. Like it, they're okay with that. They see the stacks of bodies, and well, yeah, you got to cost a few. In fact, Secretary of Commerce said today. Did you hear this one? No. Cabinet what? member, Secretary of Commerce old white rich guy says and it, this is paraphrasing but I'm pretty close I'm not doing the typical over I really don't understand why they're having so much trouble missing a few paychecks yeah. or something to that effect he, he it was profoundly confusing to him that people well, why don't they? Why don't they just go to the store and, and his answer? I think, and what I know, it was quoted: they can get a, a low interest, short term loan or something, and just <laughs> walk through. And here's a guy that has no clue that most of these people don't even know what a check is or a loan. They won't even give me a but, high interest. Yeah, that's about to say they won't. They won't give most of the people that need this kind of help anything. At the wow. time of day, or a low interest, short term loan. Yeah. So, well, would you loan them some money, sir? Yeah. That that uh, that's that should be the kind of uh, you know touchstone that Bush not knowing cake. what a <laughs> let n- them eat cake. Yeah. Well, remember when when Bush didn't, didn't know, know what a scanner, what a scanner was. Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. never been. Well, this in a grocery is this store. is more tragic because these people. I don't know if it's more tragic than I not knowing it a scanner. It, it is. But yeah, I they, understand that. They're not in touch. Yeah, they but, don't understand the idea that that they read the statistics, and the statistics are that fifty percent of America is four hundred dollars away from bankrupt. Yeah. And to them, that's like, well, just don't break anything. You'll be all right. You know, you, you borrow. Yeah. Get, refrigerator goes bad. You can get that on on a loan. So you're cool. It, it, Hello. They don't. They don't know that that comes with Raymond Noodles. Sorry, See, I just got a vent. They don't know what it takes to be down you, to your last four hundred dollars. Well, well, and I think it it comes up. It, it becomes this thing where it's a failure of their imagination. They're not willing to take one more step when they hear that to say, "Well, what would that actually mean?" Well, that means that every day thousands of people are going bankrupt because oh, yeah. four hundred dollar expenses <clears throat> come yeah. up every freaking you know four hundred dollars sure. is nothing. You know, oh, no, very nothing. I mean, yeah. God, man, you know, it's not yeah. it's not four tires. You know? Oh, and I, on my truck, it's tire One and a half, half yeah. tire and a half. Same, yeah, maybe same. two if they're on sale. 
You yeah, know, they, it is what, the, and the realities are that people are living under this kind of uh, lead, leadership, if you want to call it that. And the leadership's not only indifferent, those that are aware don't care or are not demonstrating any caring. But the people that are starving and that are doing without work and are, that are taking the brunt of this. It's only 10 bucks a month for Netflix, man. What? what yeah, they, maybe, they zone out. Maybe that's what maybe that's what this is about. That we're going to let them dumb down, sit up at home in front of Netflix, let them lose their jobs, replace them with the people half as competent, half the salary, and half the positions are filled. Move on. Call it a purge. We don't care about the humanity or the service. Nobody, nobody believes they care about the human beings involved. Let's not be. You know, yeah. If you're thinking, well, they wouldn't let eight eight hundred thousand people go just to replace them. Sure, they would. <laughs> Think nothing of that. What's it to them? Yeah. That's eight hundred cron- eight thousand cronies. They can replace six hundred thousand of them with brother-in-laws, and everybody's happy. And you get rid of the woman down the hall that monitors what you're doing. <laughs> that's a, that's that's not conspiracy thinking. That's to me, it looks like that's how they roll up there at that level. They yeah. don't care. Well, and that's what really upsets me specifically about Republicans, but more generally about party line voters. Uh, Another but, problem. But, but I do. But but the thing is, uh, I just want to uh, preface that by saying that. Uh, I do think there were more people that voted for Obama that didn't necessarily blindly approve of Obama. That is proven by many Obama voters turned around and voted for Trump. You well, know, I agree. The, the, yeah, the, absolutely right. And yeah. and those are, of course, are those voters that are no longer supportive of him for the most part. But uh, my point is that it, it just it takes one imaginative step to say. Okay, if this exact scenario would play, if I had heard these things, and at the end it was President Obama, and not President Trump, would I would I like this, or would I not like? You know, it, it, their their approval of policy is so tied to the jackleg yeah. well, uh, spouting it. There's a lot of heartburn related to dislike for the person and ignoring the ideas, and I used to be pretty guilty of that. I'm less guilty of it now because I like I'm a, I started paying attention. Like you can't just hate this just because he said it. Yeah. And then I'd go a little farther. And he's just almost everything he says is is pretty damn hateful. I just you know it's hard for me to find anything he says good. It, and it's then hard for to me the to point hear, that, he, hear hear him speak <clears throat> and not think what would our parents or grandparents' generation? You know, it's just it's not just that it's stupid. It's and insulting. That it's mean. It's that exactly. It, it's it is insulting. The bottom it de- it's bar degrading. It's, of the way to speak. Yeah, it's like it's just degrading like as it can be. Who would talk like the, that, man? Well, he talks down and to he, us, and it's just and embarrassing. the powerless, the powerless eat it up. Those are his twenty percent of Americans that just they'll eat, you know they they find there's something in their life that they feel powerless to control. It might be a race thing. It might be a job thing. It might be. He's, it's he, probably he's, an economic thing. Well, he's seized on their anger, he's even undefined anger. They, many of them couldn't tell you why they're mad. They just know they are. Yeah. And uh, they, we, it, it's the, you got to get rid of who's in office. Well, did you know that who's in office takes care of making sure you have medication, built that hospital? I don't care. we got to get rid of them. Trump, Trump, Trump. They can't put two and two together. They're so into that cult thing now. That they're lost It does to us. feel cultish. Yeah, oh, it's cultish for sure. Very much. You know, so what do you do? You feed him some Kool Aid. <laughs> well, he, he would. It's you know, you say it's like, crazy. Oh, he would never do it, but I could see it getting really intense. Let's go few uh, movie scenarios. Uh, That's what blows two, me away. How is go, he not? <laughs> yeah, let's go two days what before the, the Super Bowl. State? The TSA says, you know what? Today we go on strike. Nobody Whoa. flies to the Super Bowl. Everybody comes unhinged. Airports go nuts. Restaurants Whoa. go nuts. 
TV networks go nuts. That's Everybody really goes hot. super yeah. nuts. That's and while we're all going nuts. completely nuts, he does something like, it's on now, this is proof they hate us, take to the streets and start shooting out the traffic or whatever. A certain percentage of people around here are waiting for the signal to be told. And if it's anarchy, which is they, the government employees, are not following his orders, that's anarchy. we got to start shooting. Don't think it's, you know, come on. I mean, I'm not as crazy as some of my in-laws. No, I like it, man. That's totally believable that he and those nut jobs, and then you'd have sporadic gunfire around town, and that's not funny. Well, well, and Uh, I I think really the, the nut jobs that we're talking about that would truly be activated it's it's a fraction it's a very you know it's a couple of percent maybe but that's that is oh, a million people dude. yeah yeah that's one of the problems yeah it's it's a super small fraction one layer all loaded with weapons and it's a million yeah. of them you know so there's a million there's, of them that own 10 yeah, million there's guns. there's a hundred million of us <laughs> and one million of them but they're ready to kill any one of us at any given time now that he gave them the orders uh wouldn't, wouldn't it be fun if if uh whoever is president next if we pass something where <laughs> You can keep you can keep your guns. Guns are great unless you voted for Trump, and then we're taking them because <laughs> you're, you're crazy. Yeah, you prove you're crazy if you didn't turn on. Uh, uh, that'd be fun. The, well, let's talk about who's crazy and who's not. Lindsey Graham, for example, has so completely sold his soul <laughs> in favor of Trump. You know, back before Trump uh, uh, was elected, if that's what happened before he before he assumed office and power. Uh, Lindsey Graham called him an idiot, says he was a moron, called yep. him a jackass, said he thought he was the worst thing that ever happened. And, they and now he's practically filleting him every day, <laughs> ready to go to jail <laughs> to protect his life. How does that happen? Well, man, I mean, that comes back to the powerless issue, you know? He's, yeah, we he's sucking start with the, the wiener of, the pow- of, of daddy, to, you know? To be close to power, is that important? I mean, to, is that a psychological well, him, state? It, I don't he understand. Really is, he really does have power, and so it's to preserve his power. Uh, McConnell's even more of a – I mean, golly, you, you know. That's a man that's just morally – he is the picture of morally gross. bankrupt. And, 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 you know, it's yeah, like, he's he looks just, like it. Yeah. Oh, he totally looks like it. And he – These I, red I, rings under I, his eyes. Yeah, well, I can't think it less of anybody than I'll think of him. That's yeah, just morally bankrupt, ethically – just depleted not there's nothing he's just a disgusting human well being. you know he gives he's, cover he's, he's, to other senate republicans to oh he's a super enabler yeah but but golly man yeah no, I, just, I don't like that guy no he's the worst kind of politician and in, in yeah, a position just, of power like he's uh, in yeah, and I mean, being like, the kind of personality he has and that's why i say without and I know if I was listening to this, I'd be saying, man, this guy's freaking off his rocker. I totally <laughs> believe that he and the president are both more than willing, more than willing to tell those 800,000 people who pull a strike if somehow there was a sudden worker strike and said, we're not going and say, okay, you're all fired, done. Yeah. Not bat an eye. It's probably already written. All they got to do is set the press releases out. These people that didn't come to work are fired. Well, well the, to me, they're like cats. Now hard. They, they don't have... You know, they're just these like oh, they're beings totally, yeah. that oh, float yeah. around and let's knock something off yeah. and see what. Ha- I just want to see what happens. Yeah. But but the thing with the TSA specifically, if you were to fire those people, that takes months to train. I mean, th- this would oh, cost the, yeah. you think the and, and I don't get this number. This is what ticks me off. That uh, oh, we're up to we've uh, we've now uh, the economy has now lost. Oh, more money than the wall, the $6 yeah. billion. He's lost way more than that. You look <laughs> oh, way at the stock market. Oh, he's just talking about— The market was yeah. surging until this. Yeah. Well, I mean, to December it was actually having trouble, but— 
Well, uh, the, the, the repercussions of this are going to be felt a long time after it stops. The longer it goes, the bigger the tsunami that's coming towards us. The, the re- this is going to have repercussions. People are going to pay. Uh, I just wonder if it affects anybody's vote in two years. You know, people are, the American Every, populace the, is the so The 800,000 people who are about to be evicted are going to remember it, and they'll tell people. Now, will ABC and CBS and NBC remind us again? Eh, it'll be yeah. part of a million other things they remind us. You'll barely notice. They'll remind us of what happened yesterday. Yeah, that day. yeah, yeah. You'll barely remember. You remember the shutdown of 19? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's a real gripe yeah. with me is, is the uh, inability of the news to bring historicity to discussions. Well, why don't we have? I, I've talked about this on the show as well. Why? Why isn't MSNBC like uh, ESPN? Like, get me <laughs> ten guys in a room, fact checking, yeah. and, and put everything on screen. I yeah. mean, you know, boy, that's a great way to. Uh, that's an excellent example. That's really well done. Because you watch ESPN, says, put you up. know everything about these. Yeah, you, that's that's it. It's, it's kind of crazy how many yeah, oh, stats they pull out. I watch. I, this I've is the fourth to, longest drive in. You know, I've 10 taken years. to listening to sports radio instead of the uh, the other stuff. You yeah. know, I used to be listening to all that other stuff. So now, and so I switched, and it's. Jacob, it's freaking bizarre and mind-boggling, but these people are so into it. It's like data, 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 and they don't have time to look it up. They're quoting stuff, and they, they're yeah. very fluid between sports. I started figuring out, because for a while I couldn't even tell what sport they were talking about. It was all slang and you know nicknames. <laughs> and Back in 02 when the so-and-sos beat the this and that, and it wasn't, the, it, wasn't, it wasn't like the Oakland Raiders beat the Los Angeles Rams. It was the Cheaters beat the Slingers and that Wally's team. And it, it's, <laughs> They've got their whole thing, and their culture is just as rabid and whack as the – the talk radio is they are yeah. I mean they are talk radio and sports instead of politics but it's exactly parallel and the good ones have that same type of cadence and the end every question or every statement with a question mark they all have technique yeah. that makes you come back for more of that stuff but yeah for man. me for me that <clears throat> uh, speaks to uh, the idea that politics as a team sport is so dull like that if you're gonna if you're gonna be into a team and there are 32 teams that sounds fun that sounds like something i could get into i mean i don't you know i'm sad the saints lost but not really but i mean it is also crazy well we don't even need to get into the yeah we don't want to go the there wwfness of that yeah yeah, yeah but, that's the end of the legitimacy that might have been there yeah right well i mean it's happened twice uh in two years now and and the chiefs yeah. the chiefs they had oh, the a similar call that affected the i game. said the chief came <laughs> I mean, and like you, I, I, it's not the end of the world for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of pissed. But the Chiefs got screwed as badly as the Saints did. They did. They man. really did. Some bizarre. Because you know, I, I was born in Kansas City. I would have loved to really? see the Saints versus the Chiefs. Man. Could have been a game. A lot of people want to see. They and, ought to have it. They well, ought to just the, have uh, it, right? Well, you can't do that. And Breeze is hurt now. Well, I don't know. But the the, uh, uh, the stupid bowl. The ticket demand for tickets has fallen like 17. percent The price Whoa. went down. It's, it's, the bottom is falling out of the Super Bowl literally as we speak. People, wow. are, the aftermarket is good. Say, man, it looks like we got tickets. Uh, make an offer, this kind of thing. It's very cool. Interesting. Uh, and people are pissed. The city of Memphis, of all places, is having a funeral for the Saints, a mock funeral. Uh, <laughs> not, a, not in a bad way. It's yeah. like you guys were killed, you were murdered. And, and probably like a second line. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, New Orleans is going to have a few parades. And I can't <laughs> wait to see some of the Mardi Gras themes. You right. know, the themes that are free to say what you want to say, you know where they Oh, man, they're going to have a lot of... Uh, oh, they're going to have a lot of things to <laughs> Simulated <say>. sex. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a lot of things. Uh, 
but yeah, that that just uh, to get to the point I was trying to make, um, the I, I just I get team sports when there are multiple teams. When there are two teams and you don't quickly wonder why there are two, you know, it's, it's just yeah. it's the uh, yeah. the George Carlin line. You know, we got one more party than the old Soviet Union. It just it's too easy it's, for it to be completely co opted by. An oligarchy. Yeah, well, it's the media's fault and the oligarchy the media, of the media because this the only way you're going to break it is if voices get get to ears. Yeah. And voices don't get to ears when two parties control those ears. Well, they get and, to and, some. You know, some yeah. <coughs> the, the new media and smaller oh, outlets get to some, but it's a minority. Well, that's that, why even your best third party, and some of them make a ton of noise, and they get a lot of money behind them. The best they can do is a 1%. distant why bother. Yeah, man. They're, up, they're spoilers, basically. That's the best they can do. Except, and Perot. Sometimes, Except Perot. Sometimes being a spoiler is okay. Yeah. But they basically are under the best of circumstances. And, and the reason they are is because you and I can only consume so much from so many places, and those so many places are already co-opted to the loudest voice. We're being, they're selected yeah. for us now. They've already decided to rule out this this one, that one. So somebody, Camila Harris, she's too brown already. We've already written her yeah. off. She signed on a Quran. Did you see Something, that? I don't know. It was Thomas Jefferson's. He was a he, no kidding. He was a huge uh, deist there. Some he was, kind of, he was a huge socialist. <laughs> oh really? They, Not uh, at all. But you know well, that's what know. they these doofuses believe. Uh, yeah, man. I, if, for me, it's it just comes back to like, how do you not get dull of it? You know that there's these. Four or so entities that own all the damn media well, you these were, days. You Obviously, were, antitrust would. You're jaded for the right reasons, but you don't have to succumb. Uh, and I have time. And I have time. You know, I spend time reading stuff, and, and a lot of people. Oh, don't. I, that's why I'm willing to have this conversation. You read this stuff. You know what's going on. You pay attention. You know history. Uh, but, but I think you're jaded, and we have to find a way to. to uh, I don't want to say fight the fight. Everything doesn't have to be a fight. Maybe I, there's a way that we can lead to the better land yes, with yes. by being more proactive with, uh, and I'm in no mood for olive branches. I would suggest we ignore the opposition and do the right thing, an example by doing the right thing. Yes. Done. I think that's the, the smartest tactic. And uh, and d- you don't ignore if they're right there. You, you are kind and you ask questions. I mean, I'm getting a lot better at that. Where I don't, I don't even make statements except maybe to say, well, I I I don't believe that. You know, I think it might be this. But but I just yeah. ask questions and I listen. And it, it's been really like I, I thought I was getting enlightened. And now I really feel even better about talking with people I completely disagree with. But I think that the other thing, and we I say it every damn episode, is creating heroes in media that people want to emulate heroes that yeah, espouse well, virtue and you know growth that's unfortunately so easy to fake now um, <laughs> yeah I mean, look at the heroes in media now they're all frauds they're they're all influencers they are they're influencers they're <laughs> fra- even on the local level they what do you need me to be today that's on the on the good guy in wrestling or the bad guy in wrestling and yeah it's hard for and we listen. Face it. One of the reasons religions work is people need leaders, and you need them at a lot of levels. And we need people. Let's not say at the local level, we won't get into that. But we need people that can lead us uh, to a better attitude. Not it's not all political. It's, maybe we need somebody like Buddha or the, the boot. The, because somebody. What do you that call can, the one in in wrestling? Like the heel. Trump is the yeah, heel. Trump is the heel. And what what's the one that beats up the heel? You know the one that the I, good the, guy. The, the heel the and the good guy, guy or the yeah, hero. Yeah, the hero. The hero and the heel. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, this is playing out a lot like a WWF script. 
Uh, every time you think something's up, there's a, somebody gets hit with a chair or well, a pie in know, the face. A quarter or, of the people love the bad uh, guy. Somebody has to marry his sister. It's all kind of things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, 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 I predict the worst with my little. It's going to go down because TSA is going to get fed up. That's if, what I'm. If you're blown TSA, away by, how do you not pass something in the middle of the night to pay the TSA? I mean, these people. Well, why don't these they, guys? They're twenty-five k a year. That's what they make. Twenty-five k. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's wow. sixteen hundred dollars a month. You know, so they're just, so they're making that kind of money, and they're doing it without checks, and now they're into the thirty fifth, thirty sixth day yeah. of that. They don't have any savings. This like, is not funny at all. Well, and it's like the so, most. That's the member nine eleven. Anybody? They <laughs> could be the that. Well, why did they Jesus. get their job? The very fact we're uh, raising money for homeland security by stiffing homeland security. I, I think of, it's because he's hoping a nine eleven will happen, and then he can be like, oh, I'm taking over. Yeah. That's why Venezuela becomes ticklish. Maybe he'll have <laughs> yeah. to go down there and own something. Man, You Venezuela. can't kick us out. We're coming. There's a lot of oil in Venezuela. Let's get yeah. down there. Yeah, well, and that's, of, that's an interesting thing now because now NPR and you know, now everybody's on the same page that Maduro's got to go. And I mean, so are you know majority of the citizens. But, but the point is that, well, Maduro apparently is going to get replaced by this other dude. I think the other guy took over the keys or something. Yeah, he? he's got yeah. some, I don't know. He's... He's getting power. I think he shut down Guido, media. Guido. Didn't he shut down media and throw out the Americans? Oh uh, well, that's what Maduro, the, the oh, Maduro, yeah, who was okay. elected and reelected in 2013, elected in 2013, reelected in 2018 with no opposition. Yeah. Well, it was <laughs> like nobody's allowed to run. Of the vote yeah. and people, nobody voted yeah, for nobody's him. Nobody's allowed to run. But yeah, uh, that that one that one's looking interesting, just because it reminds you that power at certain times. You know, it looks like they're fighting until there's something that they agree on, and, mm-hmm. and it makes you wonder why. Why do we all want Maduro out? And I mean, I I, I think he's been an autocrat and a bad leader, but uh, the guy well, that's going in is turned to shit. Though I mean, everybody but that is wiping we, their we've asses done a lot with of that. banana leaves the US and stuff. Is, and, the U.S. is responsible for a lot. I mean, well, uh, we created the unrest, and this is the consequences. And we got to replace the guy who was there when we created the unrest. I mean, we got a heavy footprint on all kinds of problems. Yeah, I but mean, but I, Russia don't meddle in our election. Well, they pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the president's going down. It's going to happen tomorrow. I've been hearing that for the last two years. I'm no longer. <laughs> yeah. I'm no longer yeah. sure that they're going to nail the guy, or if whatever he's doing is not so bad that they're going to say, "Hey, you know, we got to stop this," because those guys, with the ultimate inside knowledge, have got to be sure, or at least relatively confident, that they can let another day go by without stopping this guy if they have the power to stop him. Yeah. If they, if they have the power to stop him, me personally, I probably would have called the, the the brain team together and said, "Guys." It's just too crazy. We're going with what we got, which will put a stopper to this thing here. Could be more out there. Yeah. But we've got him with the dead baby boy and the dead baby girl and the everything else. Yeah. Let's go with what we got. Why haven't yeah, they done treason that? Treason on top of treason, does that cancel each yeah. other out? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just uh, have become completely disabused of the notion that there is an effective deep state with Trump because, I, I mean, where's the deep state? No, I don't. Okay, this I never guy can't that. be good yeah. for long-term business no, for I the never Pentagon. That. No, so yeah, but I mean that's kind of nice to know that they don't have it together. You know, I thought that it was way more arch, and it's really more like just a bunch of different black budgets of people killing brown people. <laughs> oh, I and, see your perspective on this. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know that it's there's no unified force that that really has you know you know like uh, the cigarette smoking man and his buddies on the X Files aren't getting together to well I think decide the, uh, what uh, will happen. Mueller ought to call a meeting, and, <clears throat> or maybe they have called a meeting and said, look, as crazy as he is, 
we haven't got it or we have more work to do before our work is all done. He's not that dangerous. To me, if I were in that meeting, I'd say, boss, he looks pretty dangerous to me. I think we ought to take him out alive if we can. That's, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm overreacting, but this guy's crazy. He's not doing anybody any good. Nobody buys the, the rats that are supporting him or pillaging the pantry as fast as they can. Uh, it's just astounding what we're putting up with. Mueller is, if you will, unpolitical. Yeah. What's he got to lose if he throws it out the front door? Comes in over the transom to 10 radio stations one night. Who? That's what, See, I'm taking confidence in the fact that he's got our back and he hadn't stopped it, so it's not as crazy as it looks. Yeah. They know something we don't know, like Putin has agreed to not release the P-tapes if we want bomb well, I mean, the, the, Syria or the, something. The, I think this is kind of the slow-moving hand of justice. Uh, you know, the, the arc of the moral universe is long. But I think, if you, if you uh, don't know, there are, as, at last count, this is like a week ago, 17 separate investigations. Oh, yeah. So Mueller's yeah. kicked off quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. And the because Democrats he keeps coming across. Crazy. Sure. Yeah, and exactly. They have a few yeah. of their own. And, and then there are, you know, a state AG, uh, you know, in, in New York, New York yeah. mainly. There are several yeah. in New York. Uh, but th- th- that's the thing is, uh, at, at the end of the day, I mean, I think we just have a lot more ends of days to wait. And in the meantime, you know, he's just able to kind of keep so on this, making this, America this look worse the, than it already did. The, the evidence is, does that mean the evidence is not there or that the people with the evidence are convinced that there's no reason to use it yet? I, I think I think uh, that the evidence is there and that the rule, you know, the bureau, the, the, that they can't, that, that, you know, they're hamstrung by what they believe to be the law, and there's nothing they can do except continue along this channel. I mean, you know, the, the, several of these so things... Uh, their ethics keep them from releasing something they shouldn't release, even if it meant saving the country. Yeah, well... Save and I the country. If I give this to... Uh, Give this to anybody, a real reporter, if you can find one. But, but I can save the country or I can do the right thing and eat this report since the president doesn't want to Well, I, I think that's uh, dualistic, though. I don't think either one of those are true. Uh, I, th- I think that especially with M- Mueller, you have to understand this guy believes in you know, the process. Yeah. And I, I think he's not – he doesn't think that the country's gone tomorrow. Now, I, I, he that's, might be Okay, concerned. that's me too. I don't think yeah. he believes the country's in that much trouble yet. Yeah. Or he would hurry up with something. Yeah, and I, I don't either. I don't think the country's in that much trouble well, either. I, I just think so. that, 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 that individuals are being hurt. There are lots of individuals that are – Oh, I think you know, our, worse all, off. I think I think he's hurting individuals here and abroad immediately with the, this whole shutdown thing. But the, yeah, uh, well, his, in the concentration his, camps, can his, we talk ec- about we that? We can talk about those. <laughs> or we can talk about the ecological damage he's doing. It's going to take a long time just to start getting back to stopping what he's letting go up into the air now. Well, and that's and that's pouring, the other pouring concern. stuff into the rivers, forgetting climate change. Yeah, that, all those things. We're going to we're letting him kill us by his lack of science. Well, well, and that's that's another concerning thing is the time. Like, if he had become president in 1980, you know, it just would have been like a worse Reagan. But right now, we just we have these numbers that are racing toward a zero point, and we need to some do of those numbers are yeah, some of those the, the the natural flow of uh, what we have accelerated into climate change 
is way, way more important than what happens in the economy. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the economy cycles in and out. Let's say the worst that could happen is a 10-year cycle. That is yeah. a three-year cycle. Even if we go into a bad depression last five years. Yeah. We're talking about the ecology lasts forever when you die because there's no fresh air left <laughs> or because you can't grow anything but corn and geophosphate wheat or whatever the hell uh, because yeah. that's all that's still growing. They've they've genetically modified things to grow only in heat. Coffee has now become more expensive because growing, growing areas for coffee are shrinking. <clears throat> uh-huh. So the price of coffee is going up. Yeah, Take another dust bowl, knocks out the Midwest, and then what do you got? Uh, well, and it, hopefully stuff so. like that won't happen because we, you know, farming practices have have become much. <laughs> farming more practices are better for what we will do to the land. So <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. But one. but at the end of the day, it's just you know the only people that believe that you can have infinite growth in finite circumstances are economists. It's just it's stupid. It's just naive, and it's it, one of the reasons we're in trouble. Yeah. And, uh, I don't understand why we're because I'm nonchalant. I come in here and bitch at you for an hour, and I bitch at my dad a couple times a week. <laughs> that, and that's about the extent of my engagement. I'll stand and hold a sign once every year or two. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I I, I am letting this guy say, "Well, your heir, the heir for your children, your grandchildren, the whole legacy thing, not really important. We're just going to go ahead and do what 99 percent of the brains in the operation, what you can see." Or we're gonna knock a few years off your life, and and I, the best I can do is, well, damn, that's a bad thing. Yeah, I should be in the street shooting my gun up in the air or something. Uh, this is outrageous that we're all just going along with it, and I'm sitting here telling you now. As soon as I'm through bitching with you, I got to drink more coffee and be at Southside to do some video. I'm done deal. <laughs> How well, do you explain this? Uh, I I think that Eisenhower good, had a good line when he was going out. You know, a lot of. A lot of presidents seem to have their best speeches right when they're about to not have power. You're a lot smarter when you're getting out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he was talking about every destroyer that we build is a robbery from the children of our country. Oh, yeah. That it represents 50 schools not being built. And, you know, he goes along and talks about this at length. But but the, uh, the point uh, for me is when you talk about the biosphere, you know, the, the atmosphere, the thing, the thing that keeps oxygen on earth and you know all the other nice gases that we have it, it every every time that we you know build a, a, a cars in a, in a neighborhood that we could have built or not torn up uh, yeah. a rail you right. know you know and street cars mm-hmm. that's a robbery from the future of our species that have to figure out how to suck that back up because it seems pretty big it's a pretty big atmosphere but it ain't infinite doesn't even seem that big anymore if you take it closer to home where you can see that have you seen some of the footage from random spots in the ocean oh what like the pacific garbage patch yeah or, yeah, yeah. Man, i mean i'm not crazy. even the specific garbage patch which is it, it, I, I think everybody should have a close look at that because it's you can't believe it even when you see it it's like, like that's that's all the trash that ever it, yeah. even god doesn't have that much trash <laughs> you know and that's just one of those things there are two or three of them out there yeah and they're washing up on you see the coastlines and i think singapore had something washed up and it mm-hmm. was like, holy cow it looked like a hundred thousand bleach bottles just that was one of my favorite parts of aquaman uh that the the people living under the ocean finally you know they're getting ticked they off and they're about to fight yeah so the first like volley in the war is throwing all the warships and all the garbage onto the coast back up i'm liking <laughs> yeah. the idea i'm liking the idea except it's just you know the you start the number of fish that are coming out of the water with mutations and 
stuff because of all the, you know, that, that microscopic little pieces of plastic. That stuff breaks yeah, down man. at the molecular level, and these people yeah. eat it. And then they, the fish have cancer, and then you're eating that, and you don't know the difference. And maybe you can eat a fish with cancer, and it won't kill you. Who knows? Yeah. But it's probably not what the Sky Daddy planned when he put <laughs> us down here. You know what I mean? Well, and it just comes so. back to, excuse me, not being virtuous, man, not being Boy Scouts. Like, we need to – I say this every time on the show, I think, now, and it's uh, – please don't take it out of context, but we need to make Boy Scouts sexy. <laughs> I understand you know, what know, you're saying. <laughs> doing the doing the right thing is yes. not bad. Well, and it's and it's and, actually really good for the people that come after you. It makes oh, things yeah. work. You know, it's just heck so yeah. much harder. It's like the thing. It's easier to to bullshit someone than to convince them they've been bullshitted. Oh, totally. And <laughs> yeah, that too. Well, this uh, we should have been close to a long time by yeah. now. But I'm going to end by way. telling you, uh, we're putting a bookshelf upstairs for staff uh, bookshare. And I'm going to be leaving some books that uh, if you know these things already, but Write pick them my up, name read them. In mine. Well, these are, a couple of these are, are the Buddhist philosophy. The one's called Buddhist Boot Camp, and it's like 45 one page. Oh yeah. In their stories, it's like here's what I'll happened read it later to me tonight and, uh, when I'm supposed to be working. Well, it, I didn't bring it today. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's it's it, it very much what you said. If we practice a little gratitude here, you know, that's like what you're playing is what you get back. And right now, nobody's planting gratitude. It's all yeah. planting resentment, and that's we're harvesting resentment. And I look for resentment now. It's like, what do I do? I came in here. What am I pissed <laughs> off about, Jacob? And I got to have a topic. What am I mad about? You know, uh, do, do I have to be mad to talk about it? Next week we'll uh, we'll be happy. That's pretty happy today, right? What <laughs> I, we, I enjoyed. What this was one. today's show about? We have to have a topic. It was about forty-two minutes. I don't mean that, <laughs> but I'm pumped. I'll put in a little sound effects there. Forty-two. That's uh, the number from of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, this will be episode number forty-two. That'll be our title. <laughs> I think we are at like forty-two and not three hundred and sixty, like we say. I think we've probably done fifteen or so. Yeah, there's a bunch on AOC. Check it out, y'all. Well, and, check uh, out more because I got some on this thumb drive I'm giving you that are not, uh, not loaded. Yeah, we're gonna have a big bountiful spurt of yeah. uh, uploads tonight. Take well, that. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, you can you can message me on Facebook or Instagram uh, if you have questions or want to like come on the show sometime. Jacob yeah, that'd White. Be cool. Yeah, Jacob White. In pose, I am on on Instagram. I got one of those coveted six letter names. Is that a thing? I don't. Know. Instagram. I've been hearing about it. It's for real. It's for real. It's, it's, it's <laughs> not check- cool anymore. You old get too man, late. Old man is checking out There's here. There's something cooler now. Is that MySpace? Know. I'm still working on my MySpace page, and it, it's, it doesn't. nobody comes to it. I don't know what's going on. It's like I'm the only person in MySpace. Now, there's three other people. you got to find them. That guy named Dave who welcomed me, he's still there. Okay, tuning out. I'll play the exit music and edit. Oops.